Alright, here we go. Welcome everybody to Now You Know. It's been quite some time since uh, I've last uh, submitted an episode for you guys to listen to. Um, yeah, I guess uh, a lot went, went on between then and now. Uh, some some of it being, uh, you know, a father of two now. I got a, a five-month-old who, you know, I was responsible for making sure that she was good to go, you know, the past few months, man. And, uh, you know, life been a little hectic with that. But, you know, she's definitely a blessing in our lives. We're definitely grateful she is a blessing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, hands been tied. Needless to say, um, also, uh, I guess career wise, I was recently promoted. Um, so that's been a little, uh, focus too, a shift in focus. Um, you know, trying to make sure that I do good with that. So my hands been tied with family and, uh, my profession. Um, I know it, it's been a minute and here I am now. Here we are now. I got my brother here. That's another new thing. Um, I like to introduce everybody. Uh, you know, it's my brother Will. Um, and we came across each other uh, years ago. Years ago. Um, I think I was what? Maybe you were eleven. 11. I was you were nine. You were nine. It was nine. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. And um, basically. We're on this episode together to, you know, give our story, you know, of how this this whole thing came about. And I think it's really interesting. Um, you know, case in point, we met each other for the first time in a courthouse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was between my uh, or our father and your mom uh, was there as well. And uh yeah, man. Um, I guess from my perspective, when I was there at that young age and I first met you, um, Pops was uh, basically saying, like, you know, we're going to go in. We're going to go see, um, you know, this girl that I used to talk to and this this boy that she's claiming is my son. And I was just thinking, like, all right, OK, you know, whatever. I was like, blah. So we show up into the courthouse. I remember seeing you there. And, you know, I just remember distinctly, like, him saying, like, all right, you know, like, this is not my son, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't think nothing else of it. And to be honest with you, like, it felt, it felt like a blur from, from that point on. Um, from your perspective, bro, like, what, how was it happening for you? At that, at that point in time, being nine, just seeing, you know, just I just met my mom, man, so yeah. it was weird for me, and you know, she came into my life and you know, asked my uh, my then foster dad, uh, his name was Al, asked him if she can take me to go to the store, and we ended up going to the courthouse. And it was like, oh, this is your dad. And it's like, wow. It's like, I don't even know you. What are you talking about? This is my dad. I remember looking up at him. It was like, yeah, you know, I just found out I'm adopted. So it's like, 
you know, looking up at him and finding out I used to have his whole entire name. It's just like... When, so you said, let me break that down. I feel like we kind of sped past that a little bit. You said that you on that day that you showed up to the courthouse, you found out that you were adopted. I found out I was adopted. You found out that you were adopted. Yeah. And then you found out that you... Your, that your mom was, or that you were seeing your mom for the first time at the courthouse, yeah. and then you were seeing your father for the first time at the courthouse. Yeah. All right, so three major events that was all crazy. at once. Yeah, okay. It's like, what? All <laughs> right. And then she said, oh, I'm your, I'm your mom. And it was like, man, I ain't never heard of you. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was crazy, man. But for him to sit there and say, what he was telling you and then what he then just told me, because my first time actually ever really speaking to him, it was like, how long has it been? It's been a minute. It's been like a year, year, a year and something. First talking to yeah, him, man, it's been a while. Time flies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. It was like, oh, your mom took you and... Uh, from that court, from the courthouse, that he was supposed to come back and meet with them, whatever had said, whatever he says, it doesn't. You know what I mean, uh, he was supposed to come back. Wait, then he just told me that my mom took me or whatever. I, I don't understand. So you know, um, story is he had two sons that are great fathers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, that's not him. You know what I mean, he deserves. At the age that he is now, he deserves to be loved or have someone that actually checks up on him. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. so it's no foul, no harm. You know what I mean, things happen. Um, so you're saying he's essentially forgiven for what you know has taken place. Uh, forgiven is a strong word. He is. Or letting bygones be bygones. Letting bygones be bygones. Forgiving. That's like, we can go into your story, man. Um, yeah. You've known him, and he's been out of your life. In and out, in and out. And you have a mom that actually sat there with you through those times and actually pushed him on you. But he never really pushed it himself on you. Mm. He is to blame for that. I mean, it's not you. It's not your mom. He's to blame for that. He can never... You can never get over something like that because there's probably times where you actually needed him and you did not have him. I mean, he's to thank for the man that you are today. For sure. But he has none of the credit. You cannot forgive Mm. for something that it was his choice to do. Mm. If he wanted to be there for you or for I, he would have made that happen. Just the same way as you being there for your daughters. Mm. I mean, that's your choice. I mean, choices in this world matter. Let's let's talk about children here. Uh, since since we're speaking about us being, uh, I guess the offspring of uh, William Nelson. Um, Stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have two children, uh, two girls, two beautiful girls. Um, one's name is Zaria, the oldest. I love you, Zaria. She's two years old, and she keeps us busy like crazy, man. And I say busy a lot, but, like, she's got such a big personality. And, um, you know, she's she's she loves to laugh, man. Always in a good, happy, positive mood. And just always, like, energetic. energetic. 
Yeah, and I just love that about her. And she, uh, you know, calls the attention to, you know, from the room, you know, when she walks in. And, uh, you know, my second child, uh, baby girl, Zayla, she, like I said, she's five months, she was, you know, five months old. And I just brought them up just to say, like, you know, to go off of what you were saying, you know, uh, having a choice, you know what I mean, wanting to be there and be involved in the uh, my children's lives, man. It's uh, it's one of the most important things I think, you know, in life, man, is to is to be a blessing and to be in your your child's life, man. So yeah. you can show them the way, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could uh, show them things different or that you want them to see uh, or you want them to see differently. You know what I mean? As they grow, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, bro. So, and you got two children as well. I have two. I have Liam and I have Ephraim. Ephraim. Um, yeah, man, the decisions and the choices that you made, you probably would have made those choices if you had your actual father in your life. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. He, would you say that looking back on it, the father that you are today is something that you thought you wanted to be because you didn't have a father? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah. See, that's a good point right there. Um, you know, growing up, man, and just witnessing uh, what I lacked, you know, growing up of not having a father present um, and just kind of like trying to form my own way of like, you know, what it is to be a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I decided that I, that, that moment, you know, then when I was young, I knew for a fact that I would want to be involved in my child's life. Just so, for the fact that, uh, you know, I could basically help streamline their, their process of growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it won't be, uh, as many things that they'd be lacking, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to make sure that they're whole, you know, to have a good childhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? And raise them right, man, so that they do turn into good individuals when they become adults. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So. And you want to break into, like, um, steps that we can take to make sure that our kids are financially stable or that we can teach them as they get older yeah like what we're installing in them right now yeah 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 for sure bro i i want them to be better than me you know what i mean and you know like any good parent would want their child to be better than them you know what i'm saying so like yeah bro just growing up like i always said like i wanted to be better than pops you know what i mean and and just set a better example and do something better, you know, with, with my life. And this is this is my path and this is the way, you know. This is the way. And, you know, being, uh, speaking about leaving a financial, like, good thing for our children. Like, I want, to, I want us to leave a good legacy, man. I want us to leave a good, positive impact on this world. As well as our family, or first and foremost, our family, you know what I mean? Like our family tree. Yeah. I want our family tree to be full, like healthy, you know what I mean? Like how a tree is supposed to be maintained, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I really want us to be successful 
you know, in all facets of life, you know what I mean? Spiritually, mentally, physically, you know, emotionally, emotionally. you know, financially, you know, I want, I want all these pillars in our lives to be uh, as strong as possible, man. And by doing that, you know, having a, a good, strong foundation, and you know, these are some of the things that I, I desire, and I see that you desire it too. And you know, I'm so happy to have a brother, you know, that has a, a similar like, you know, likeness in mind and uh, ambitious as ever. And uh, yeah, bro, you speak on that. And having a family makes you hungry, man. Uh, going through things that you ever went through in life, or the lack of not having in life makes you want more and you know it opens your eyes no one ever taught me how at the age of 17 at the age of 16 15 14 how to pay a bill i mean everything was handed to me everything was handed to us as kids um schools didn't even teach it to be honest you know um i feel like edu like most people man you know nipsey hustle thought school was a big was one of the biggest schemes in the world you know um they don't teach you how to pay bills man they don't teach you finances they don't they teach you regular things you know that that'll get you to working into like a industry i mean as a as a what would you call it? What would you call yourself? I mean, when you become part of the system, um, a, a pod, a pawn, pod or a pawn, yeah. straight pod, yeah, yeah. pawn to the uh, the chess table. You can be a pod. chess piece. You can be a you can be a pod inside of a pod. You know what I mean, they put a, put a pod inside a cubicle. You know what I mean, that's that's basically what it is. They're boxing you in. Yeah. Um, I was taught how it was paid. I taught myself how. I ended up falling into a lot of debt because of it, because I was doing everything the wrong way. You know what I mean, that that right there, I was like, damn, what am I doing wrong? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I started doing research. Like, what you do? You know what I mean, you read books on financial gain. You know what I mean. I start. I start. Flipping through the web, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, shout out to Total Money Makeover, by the way, by Dave Ramsey. If you're listening, shout out to you. And if you are a listener, check that book out. Go ahead, bro. That is dope. See, it's it's knowledge out there. I mean, if you don't know any better, you have a smart device in your hand. <laughs> yeah, that's the beautiful thing about the day and age that we're living in. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so much that that's possible now with technology, and like, it all it takes is like the right amount of knowledge to like catapult you towards like your your next goal, dream, ambition. You know what I mean? And like, that's one thing I do like about Nipsey Hussle, bro. You know, before he passed away, he was big into technology, and like he he had like one of the first um, retail stores that had smart technology where. Uh, if you go into a store and you look at one of his graphic tees, if you had the app, I think the Marathon app, yeah. and you like held it over the like graphic tee, like it'll start like playing a music video and stuff like that. Damn. You know what I mean? Like cool shit like that, bro. And um, yeah, I just know that we could use technology in the right way. You know what I mean? To like like we're we're using it right now. Like we're using a GoPro that's wrapped around this chair. Yeah. We got a MacBook 
we got a microphone and we got both of our iPhones, you know, doing stuff simultaneously at the same time. Like, it's a great time to be alive. Like, you know, we about to do something big with this podcast. And our generation ushered all that into yeah. all the technology, man. And yeah. our generation did it. Yeah. And you know, the people before us, you know, they, they said that this technology ruined us. You know what I mean? Nah. 90s, 90s got it. Technology, 90s to all the way through like 2000. Yeah. Everything that we have now. It just, it, what a time to be alive. And now our kids know nothing but this. And they yeah. know nothing but this. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like they won't know life without this, they which is crazy. Know. Like, we are the last generation that knows what life was like without this major technology. Yeah, because we actually, mm. oh, they see you, bro. Yeah. We start like Nickelodeon with in the 90s, bro. Like, <laughs> Yeah. You think Zarya ever know what a beeper is? Nah, not unless I show her. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I take her to like a cell like a, a phone museum, you know? Yeah. Or something like that whenever she gets older so she can see. Like it wasn't always this easy to just like pick up the phone or or you know, like basically how, how crazy it is, like our phone memorizes all of our phone contacts. But like back in the days before we had cell phones, we would have phone numbers memorized. You know what I mean? Like we don't have to memorize them anymore. I, I used to do party like just, line. Yeah, party line. Yeah. I had to remember every number I got. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Like write it down on the hand. Yeah. And it's like we process so much information, so it'd be like difficult to just remember little things like that now. You know what I mean? Because of so much you know what I mean? It's at such a high intensity. I'm gonna be honest. I remember none of my contacts numbers, not even one. I barely remember my number. I used to remember at least ten to ten to fifteen numbers at a time. Yeah. Technology has made us very, very lazy. Yeah, it really has. It really has because of the convenience factor. Because of convenience, it, it's good. You know what I mean, it, it, it is good. Well, I think you can actually use but that part of your brain for something else. Exactly. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. I mean, it increases our, our brain capacity brain for capacity. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we can utilize it. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. I'm liking this, man. This is uh, this episode, this conversation is going pretty good, man. Yeah, um, man. I want to touch back on it, man. I want to touch back because that was that was that was shocking to me. I didn't even know that. I didn't know how big he was into technology. Huge, bro. He created a. Uh, so I forgot to tell you, bro. So a few years back, before I even uh, joined like the company I'm in now, uh, me and Kate we were basically creating a business for now. You know, like this this podcast was originally a business idea for discovering new music artists, yeah. right? So we went to this incubator program in Baltimore City that would pay you a hundred thousand dollars if you won this competition and like if you entered into the competition you would get like this thing called a mentor Mm -hmm. or like people who are in like different tech technology and industries they would mentor you and like guide you on how to develop like an app and all that type of stuff so me and kate we went through all these stages and long story short we didn't really we didn't make it you know, we didn't um, we didn't win essentially, didn't win, yeah. but we learned a lot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And um, 
Yeah. Jewels. Jewels. Mental jewels that we took away from that. And like that right there, that that process made me ten times more confident in like speaking to people like out in public and stuff like that. Like I feel more comfortable because I face like rejection and you know obstacles and uh you know barriers adversity you know what i'm saying so like i learned a lot from that but anyway that incubator program nipsey hustle had one like that called vector 90 i think i heard of vector 90 yeah and uh basically it's an incubator program where like you get all these people with ideas and apps and all this type stuff like trying to create and invent, invent stuff basically you invest in them and you basically like have like this creative lab with just all these people, bro. So like a think just, lab. Yeah, think lab essentially. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Nipsey Hussle was a smart dude, man. I, I mean, uh, his brother Black Sam at his uh, spoke at his what what is that called? His his eulogy. His eulogy. His eulogy. Yeah, he spoke yeah. at his eulogy, and he was talking about how Nipsey Hussle built his own computer because he had no because they had no money he broke his computer and he had no money to get another computer so what he did is he went out and he bought every piece there is to a computer and put a computer together and that's what he started doing his first rap song that was amazing from a dude being from he was a stem advocate yeah afrotech afrotech yeah Damn, that dude being from neighborhood sixties. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy, man. He left such a positive, big impact, bro. Like his spirit is still felt. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm still motivated by the dude, bro. Like I listen to him on a daily basis, literally every day. Yeah, every day. Yeah, his music is is. I'm a fan of Blue Laces. Blue Laces. Mm-hmm. Blue Laces too. Uh, Laces too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, bro. Um, what song you like off of Crenshaw? I haven't really heard Crenshaw. Bro, you gotta listen to Crenshaw, man. Um, one of the best songs I like off of there is All Get Right with featuring Jay Stone. Jay Stone. Yeah. Off the Crenshaw mixtape. Alright. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to play that. We have to play, and we're going to do music reviews, too. Yes, for sure. For sure. You heard me listen to the whole Drake album, or you just heard a few? Uh, I just heard the first song off of it, which was Deep Pockets. Deep Pockets. Deep Pockets was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie to you. He got in there. He got lyrical. Yeah, he got pretty lyrical, and that's his first song on there, so you know he had to go in. Yeah. He got um, a song with uh, Chris Brown. He got a song with Future, um, Young Thug, Playboy Cardi, some dude named Fibio Foreign. Fibio Foreign. Yeah, Fibio. Probably a new artist. He likes to introduce people. Yeah, putting people on for sure. He the king of putting people on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like he he definitely has an eye. You know what I mean? Him creating that OVO sound was a smart, smart look on his behalf. For sure. Him bringing ASAP and Kendrick on tour. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Making people pop, for sure. 
You can't drink with a pop, but we don't know if you'd have pop like he did pop if Drake never did that. Mm. Yeah. We ain't on a major headline. Uh, headline tour, for sure. When he had options to tour with other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could have went pop. I mean, yeah. he stayed rap. Could have went. Yeah, bro, let's let's get these uh these music reviews. I'm I'm with that. Yeah, man, music reviews, things about financial gain, you know, a little bit of everything, man. Yeah, speak to about the culture. About the culture too. <laughs> speak that real. That was dope. Yeah, so I know we talked a lot about um a little bit of about a lot. In this episode, um, next episode, I would like to just kind of like um, unpackage it a little bit more. You yeah. know what I mean? Just keep taking a, a dive deeper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to kind of like for the listeners and as well for ourselves. You know what I mean? I believe it'll help us. And on top of that, this has a 30 minute limit on here. We're getting close to it. All right. So, um, Next episode, man, let's just bring them whatever we're going to do, man. Let's bring them a music reaction or we can bring them whatever. We can bring them jewels about financial gang or what were the steps that we're taking and what you have read or what I have went over. We can bring them, we can bring them actual. With it. Uh, I am reading a book currently called Good to Great by Jim Collins. He wrote Built to Last. Um, so far, an excellent read. I'm only on chapter two, but I'll fill you guys in on uh, what I read off of that book reviews, too. Book reviews. Yeah, I think that'd be a good look, bro. Book you, know, reviews. you know what? You don't hear too many people doing that many book reviews. And I think people don't read. People don't read. But if you can give them a review, you can give a, a snapshot of what the book would be like. You can even give them a link to audio. And give them a link to the audio. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, book reviews, man. Book reviews, music reviews. Let's get it. All type of reviews. Yeah, see? Uh, I like that. Look at us already on the right path. Reviews. For the culture. For the culture. Now you know. Now you know. All right.